Welcome back to We Gotta Talk About. This is Myalicious. And this is your girl, KTZ. Thanks for tuning in with us this week. We are so excited for you to listen to this week's episode. All right. We don't have a theme this week, so we're just gonna dive right in talk <laughs> what's up you guys um, welcome back happy new week for you gosh I don't know what's today that's the middle of January officially I can't believe it's the middle of January like January has been so fucking long <laughs> little thing because I feel like New Year's and celebrating Sebastian's birthday was so long ago it was two weeks it literally was the first I know second. like I texted my friend and I was like oh my gosh like I'm so sorry I haven't hit you up before because like she's still on break and then I realized like girl it's only been like a week and a half since you saw her but it feels like I haven't seen her since last year but you know what I am thankful for it because I feel like 2020 moves so quickly and I'm kind yeah. of seeing how stretched out it is like March felt stretched out just because we were all forced at home for the first time but like mm-hmm. it's this feels like a collective okay also just because of it, girl that first week I loved all those memes about um my free seven-week trial of 2021 I yeah I want to cancel my <laughs> this, this is some trash so already that, that could also probably be you know why but yeah so we're doing a non-theme kind of generic topic this week of what we've been doing since this sheltering has been because we're back I didn't even know California had a shelter at home order in place to be completely honest did you Nah, because I don't leave my house. <laughs> right. Why would that affect me? Right. Like literally it was a big deal for me just to go to Tahoe for like six hours for the day. I don't know how you people are still traveling out and about. If I see one more damn person going to Hawaii, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. Ooh, like girl, don't even get me started. Oh my you God. know how I feel about people traveling, especially because like everybody's going to either Hawaii, the Caribbean or Mexico. And I'm like, yeah. why? We don't want y'all. Gosh. And you know what? We just, can we speak on it just real, real quick, but we won't, we won't get into it, but like I wish it's clear to me who does not spend time on Twitter. It is clear to me who does not engage with the masses because y'all do not understand how colonizer your mindset and your um, mo- like motives and your emotions are by y'all choosing those three places to go right now. Not, that's also how I know that like none of y'all have ever like met or been to another country or like know people from other countries. Because if you did, you'd realize that like this isn't just your playground to go on vacation. Like actual people fucking live there. Yeah, I didn't even honestly know Tulum existed until the pandemic hit because I was like, what's the city? I'm like, is this the only place that's allowing people to travel right now? People from San Jose were there, influencers were there. Like every level of person was in Tulum and has been in Tulum and will still be there. I know. I was really, I'm very disappointed actually because this Dominican blogger who I really, really like Mm -hmm. went to Mexico. And I was like, girl, like we're out here fighting for people to stop going to the Dominican Republic and bringing their shit to our families and you're going to go to Mexico and do the same thing there like come on like I only have respect if you if you actually need to freaking leave because you're just like tired and you've been inside if you're not going somewhere for a plan like three to six weeks I have no respect for you if you're not going to go there and do the mandatory two-week quarantine exactly stay there for another you know what I'm saying like if you're not gonna yeah because like there are some cases where people like move during the pandemic but like they move and they have to stay quarantined and like be fine and then finally go out into the world like 
I just, I don't know. It's just irresponsible as fuck. Like, you're affecting people's actual lives. Especially because we we are two months away now from a full year of sheltering in place. So it's kind of just at my point. I'm at that. Like, I'm about to turn 27 at shelter at home and 28. Y'all just gonna take two birthdays away from me because y'all can't sit your asses at home. Because this, y'all taking it away from me and the government. But mainly y'all. But anyway, that's it. That's Mm. just We're gonna move on and talk about what have you been watching? What have we been doing? Distracting you from reality. <clears throat> yeah Since all this is going on we have a couple things we're gonna talk about specifically i don't know i guess we just big big birth of netflix what you've been netflixing netflix what have i been netflixing um Girl, bridgerton we did watch Ooh, bridgerton was mm, it was spicy all the way through at least like two or three I, times really two or three times i know for sure, like two, and then I think I like fell asleep during like two to three episodes of like the third rewatch. Mm. But yeah, I just like I'm not even gonna lie. I watched it because the main guy is fine as hell. But then also I saw his friend, and I was like, "Oh, y'all both fine, and you box together." This is what yeah. I'm here for. But that was really the only reason. Um, and then there was the queen, which was hilarious. I was I like, "Yes to this early. queen." But my favorite character was like, um his like I feel like I want to call her his aunt like his guardian the woman who raised him she was so funny and on point I would just randomly be in there like talking shit to people and I was like this woman is me like that's gonna be me total cancer energy (laughs) big cancer energy very direct very much like you already know what the heck is the right thing to do I don't know why you plan like you god I just felt like it was faith fatum through and through of just like (laughs) the right thing to do so what is wrong with but no like what's the problem I wanted to watch it because I saw that there was controversy about Mm -hmm. Queen Charlotte being black and I was like what is this show that's that's what you heard the controversy was about Yes, that's. I was on Twitter and I just saw something and I clicked on it and dove deep and it was like certain Brits. I guess there's a thing in England with like period pieces. They just mm-hmm. don't like. They want you to be very historically accurate. And I guess Shonda and Netflix were like, "Listen, this is a modern twist. We don't care <laughs> of a period piece, and this is our own version of it. And you're gonna like it. Just watch." And I enjoyed it because I liked seeing these black people interacting and being mm-hmm. by white men because that's not what it was like at all. Right. And I just, I liked that. I, that's why I watched it. I found out Shonda was behind it and I was like, well, how can I not? Yeah. The second I saw that it was by Shonda, I was like, well, I'm definitely going to watch it regardless of like how much I hate period pieces. Cause I can't stand that. Oh my God. You don't like period pieces. I didn't nah. know that. I'm a very, I'm my genre of TV. That's like the epitome of me and my personality is like dystopian like futuristic like everything is fucked up and we're all like fighting for survival like that's my oh shit my God. so like period pieces is like, is like almost the complete opposite of that so it yeah. just doesn't like it's also like the dialogue and the way that they Abby? speak and like nah i tried but i never oh, watched it okay. nah, i'm well, not into it we both enjoyed bridgerton is basically what we're trying to say if you didn't i did up. really like it i don't ever like period pieces and i really liked it um i loved all the orchestrate like orchestra moments of our modern songs like the yeah Ariana. i like that i was totally here for that i thought the acting was very well done i'm just a stickler for accents regardless i think that's really why i keep rewatching game of thrones i just think mm. like, i don't know yeah i mean I, I do watch a good amount of like british television because like it's just entertaining as fuck it's super entertaining so yeah we enjoyed bridgerton if you guys haven't bridgerton seen it, is good watch it what else have you um, watched? 
me and my parents watch Greenleaf together. I think I've tweeted about it before. I do not watch But Green- it is a show about this Black family in Tennessee that owns a megachurch. Okay. And it's so good. It's literally, like, I started watching it and I was like, this is a novella. Like, this uh-huh. is, like, what I grew up watching, but it's just, like, with Black Americans in America. It's, like, nothing different. Like, there's so much cheesement. There's so much drama. And every season is, like, a different twist and turn. And normally, like, I don't know. I don't mean my family, like, I have to be very specific and, like, very thoughtful in, like, what shows I choose to watch with them. And so they're not always, like, so, like, gripping. Like, I'm not always, like, oh, like, I'm really into this. Like, I can't wait to watch it. But, like, I love Greenleaf. And it's taken us a while to, like, kind of get through it. Just because, like, we watch a little bit every night. And my parents are, like, obsessed with Outlander right now. So they'd Mm -hmm. rather watch that. But Greenleaf is really, really good. It's produced by OWN. So it's an Oprah show. It was Oprah Tyler Perry. Yeah, she's actually in the show for a little bit. She's, like, one of the family members. And so it's just – it's really nice because – there's no white actors um there's no like all of the storylines up until this point like right now I'm in season four and so there is a little bit of like racial tension happening but up until this point like nothing in the show centers that like it's very much like this family their problems with like all these other issues and like communication and like different relationships and they are dealing with like the loss of family members and things like that. And so it's like all these other things and the drama of like owning a mega church with a bunch of black people in the South. So like, I really like that it doesn't like center like, oh, these people are black and here's like their trauma and their strife. And like, it's because they're black. It's just like, yeah, every single person in this show is black. It's kind of weird to see a white person even on the show. And I fucking love it. There's so many things Maya says that I'm just like, if we had like a trademark for Maya, I'm like, I don't know. It's just, and one of the things is there's no white people in the show. <laughs> like, it's a Maya moment. Uh, Maya moment. There we go. I just made it up. Greenleaf. I think my mom watches it. Oh, good. It's definitely been something that Black folks love, I think, to talk about and watch. I don't know what awards it may or may not have gotten. Yeah, but- I don't know because I think that the show ended and they added it to Netflix, and so it's gotten or gotten. Yeah, like I'm watching it after. Um, I also we both watched Shit's Creek. Yes, I finally I finally watched Shit's Creek. Good show, quality show. Took it took a solid like, I think it took a solid five episodes for me to be truly interested, and seven episodes for me to finally laugh out loud. So that was hard for me because as a comedy, I just felt like. And I don't know if it was just me. It could have just been me. It was like the second or third time I tried to watch the show, you guys. But once you get in the nitty gritty of Shit's Creek, oh my God. That feeling yeah. was just so damn good. The writing was incredible. I love Dan Levy. Um, <laughs> obsessed yeah. with him now forevermore. Um, I remember like Ren told me about it. And you know, he's white. He's a white dude. So I was like, mm, I'm not going to watch the same shows as you. Because like, that's just not what we do. The only, the only shows that we really have in common are like RuPaul's Drag Race. That's like okay. the one thing. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I'm never going to watch this show. Like, they seem so annoying, all this stuff. And he was like, if you just get past the first couple episodes, like, it's so much better. And I was like, the fact that you have to tell me to get through a few episodes in order to like this show is like, I'm very skeptical. But I guess that says something because everyone says Everyone says the same thing. Yeah, that's what's funny about it. But yeah, so my parents watched it. Nice. And when they were watching it, 
I luckily started watching after like the first couple of episodes had already happened and I would just sit there with them like when they were watching it and they were always on like they would watch a couple episodes without me so like I would just watch it here and there and I was like this show's actually really funny I tried so hard to hate it so hard like I actively sat there and just like with my arms crossed I was like I don't like this show like a little child and then at the end I was just like so invested (laughs) yeah I think it's the quality yeah I think the characters were quality I think the storyline was really good I really wish it would have ended differently in the grand scheme of things in the realm of just giving us like an update I guess on the characters like five years down the road I'm hoping this is the opening line for a movie this is like the perfect I think it would be a great movie. One feature film, you know, close all the storylines out, give us like a weekend vacation away maybe of them all like coming back together, like going back to the town or something for, I don't know. What's what's the mayor's name? Nolan? What's his name? Is that his name? I don't think I could have just made that up right now. Nolan? I can't remember. I watched it a while ago, to be honest. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm trying to write the story right now. We don't (laughs) have But... Shit's Kirk would be perfect for a feature film. What else has been on Netflix? I'm looking through my Watch It Again just to see, because I've watched so many shows. Oh, Blood and Water. So they added um, Netflix South Africa to Netflix, and all the shows on there are really good. So Blood and Water is good. Recommend. I watched some good Spanish shows, obviously, as I do. And a Brazilian show. Have you heard of 3%? That's a very dystopian thriller that I love. Yeah, that's not my jam. I'm a very I'm like <laughs> comedy and romance and that like make so some funny. Spin, but We're I'm a so very different. Cool. Oh yeah. But it's so funny because all my people that I love dearly like all that shit. They like thriller, suspense, dystopian, like futuristic. I don't even know. It's really crazy to me. That's so funny. Like, like my mother's favorite movies are all mob movies, like Scarface and Godfather and like Goodfellas. And I'm over here like, excuse me, what? I'm like no that's hilarious um I also okay so the girl who plays Penelope in Bridgerton is actually an Irish actress and she has a show called Dairy Girls on Netflix and it's really fucking funny did you tweet about this how did I see this someone had just tweeted about this was it I probably retweeted something about it okay because somebody that I follow who I like retweet a lot she was watching the show too and she was like saying um, she was talking about how like Irish and Scottish accents actually have a lot of similarities to like um, English Caribbean accents because obviously like they were all colonized by the same people. Interesting. So the accents of the Irish is actually like if you if you listen to it with your eyes closed and you don't see that it's white Irish people, you might think that it's like a Jamaican or someone from Grenada or something. That is so funny. It doesn't surprise me at all. But that's interesting. That's something I'm going to have to take with me now when I like watch Irish actors. That's funny too, because I was watching Game of Thrones and the way Jon Snow says battle, it's like no one else says it like that. And then I had to look up where he's from and I'm like, you're from outside of London. But a lot of these actors are also, I don't know, just interesting. Oh yeah. I mean, I am obsessed with Love Island UK. So I've watched like almost every season and you can, you start to pick up on like the different accents from the different regions because everyone's accent is so different. Okay. Is anyone from that show still together? Yeah. There's two couples from season two that are married. Oh my God. Because I just invested, you know, I invested in the Love Island USA and you were like, okay, but you need to watch Love Island UK. And I think it's on Hulu and I don't have Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yeah. And um, girl, the only couple that's still together from Love Island USA is the couple that got voted off because no one liked the girl because they thought she was too fake because her, her face and body is essentially fake. But like, they're the only couple to make it. The whole time, everybody broke up and I'm just Mm -hmm. like, Y'all hooked me. 
like a damn little fish and I see a bigger fish and I drink it all up and like for what so I now want to watch yeah, there's a day. there's I would say like for a reality tv show I'm surprised by how many couples are together or like how many couples they also do like this it's basically like the bachelor over there so like it's the same okay. thing of like they all hang out together once they leave the villa and in like the Love Island groups. So people from different seasons also like become friends and date and hang out and things like yeah, that. Got it, got so it, like, it. but it's actually really funny because um, season five, which is one of my favorites, season two, three and five are my favorite seasons. Three, so three. if you want to get into it, watch those three. But I, I really like season five because there's this really, really funny Irish woman on there named Mora, and she's just hilarious and she actually like she did leave she like left with somebody but then like ended up with somebody else afterwards so now she's like with a different person but from the same season yeah of course that's how it always happens and everybody like when they were on the show was like oh like they do these challenges where they sometimes like you're in the villa so like they don't have any contact with the outside but they'll do challenges where they like make them read tweets written about them and people were saying like oh she should be like with this guy and they weren't even like they weren't even friends then like they didn't even talk to each other and everyone was like what the fuck are you talking about and they ended up together so hmm. I listened to the internet and the internet prevailed mm-hmm. yeah I need to do that what else did it do you watch the challenge Mm-mm. I'm watching the challenge it just restarted it's only like episode five um and I bring that up because there's a Love Island UK girl on there she's blonde and I know that doesn't help you at all nope I don't know what her name is every white woman (laughs) I have no idea what her name is um there might be two of them on there but that's why I bring it up and so yeah I'm watching the challenge right now what else is on right now Hell's Kitchen just started but I haven't started watching it yet I just finished Dallas Cowboys Cheerleader because I'm a sucker for it of course (laughs) it's gloss over what I felt like I just watched something else that was like fairly new and it's not coming to mind. I don't have my <clears throat> app open in front of me. But what else? Like Challenge. movies? Have you watched any movies? Any like originals anywhere from anyone? Movies? I don't. I'm I'm definitely more of like a TV person. Did you, Did you watch the new Mulan? No. Oh, it's pretty good. I think dad watched it and said it was okay I don't know why I didn't watch it I just like I said everything that has controversy I just like stay away I'm you would think I'd be the person who wants to watch it just so I could form my own opinion but then right. typically I'm just like no I'm straight like I know and it was funny me and my sister talked about it because like the controversy around that movie was that the main character was like basically um against the protests in Hong Kong like she was essentially like a nationalist and I was like she plays a nationalist in Mulan what did you expect like Mulan's character is a nationalist who goes to be in the army for her country like I don't really know what y'all expected I feel you girl like you guys expect too much from people and that's what I'm saying when I start to see that shit on my Twitter timeline I'm just like okay what's happening and then if it's a big deal you see it on Instagram too and then I'm like okay and most of the people I saw were like, there's no, you know, dragon character and there's issues with the actress. And oh, China. yeah. People were upset about the dragon. I and mean, I Mushu like, is the best character. Yeah. I mean, Eddie Murphy did this thing, but you know, so anyway, that's why I didn't watch it. I think my dad watched it. Like, I haven't seen Wonder Woman. I know that came out on HBO Max. So that's because everybody literally said it was trash. And I'm just like, I'm not going to dedicate two and a half hours of my day to some DC movie that people are claiming is bad. I'm still waiting for other Marvel shit to come out. 
but yeah um what um else? okay what about the tenant <laughs> no I don't watch the tenant see I don't watch any of them. so my so it came out so Chris is it Christopher Nolan that produced that movie yes right probably did Dark Knight so it was like a whole <clears throat> yes so it was him so it was like a whole thing and it was really funny because the only thing I knew about this movie was like I had seen people on Twitter talking about how Robert Pattinson who's in the movie kept on talking about how he didn't understand what was going on even though he was one of the stars of the movie oh that was the movie I saw those headlines yeah the movie tv show huh movie movie tv show movie it was a movie yeah Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, see, I don't, I'm sure my best friend watched it. I'll probably ask her. She'll be like, oh, yeah, it's in it. It'll probably be able to give me. But yeah, I don't. Oh, my parents really want me to watch The Crown. Do you watch The Crown? No, because you don't like period pieces. So, like, The Crown doesn't interest you at all. That's not my next Not at all. Do. My sister loves it. <clears throat> um, I haven't. Um, I just want to watch Queen's Gambit just because everybody's saying that's really good. Mm-hmm. And Sebastian taught me how to play chess a while ago, but I'm not very good at it. Um, I benched Community earlier at Shelter at Home. And then I also binged Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is a Marvel TV show for those of you that don't oh, know. Oh, I that. do love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I haven't caught finally, up on it recently. It finally finished. And so we watched the final season on Prime. But everything's out on Netflix now. And that was a quality viewing experience. I like, I caught it halfway through when my boyfriend was watching it. And then I ended up just going back and watching the whole thing myself so I could understand everything better as I tend to do. I don't have problems. I watch things and then I'm like... I think I missed stuff. I'm just going to go back and rewatch it again. Like, I don't have other things to do in my life that's more productive than sitting here and overanalyzing TV shows. But again, <laughs> here we are. Um, let's talk about the, what do they call it? The Black Lives Matter collection, or I guess just the Black TV shows that have now come back to Netflix and movies. I ate up this Christmas when it aired a few months ago, immediately. Um, is that the one with Chris Brown? Yes, and Regina King. Like, it was an all-star cast, like... Idris Elba. I've never watched it. You haven't seen this Christmas. I'm so no, I haven't. I'm so sorry. Off of this, you need to get yourself like a cup of something. (laughs) Not not even alcoholic. I literally just mean like hot chocolate, coffee, tea, something warm, and you need to just sit down for an hour and a half and watch this Christmas, please. Just for the sake of like community at large, I think you need to have this movie in your repertoire. It's so cheesy and cute, but it's great. What is I'll it? watch it. So throwbacks. Um, Yard is on Netflix. You've seen Count the Yard. Of course. I fucking love that movie. I refuse to. <laughs> I used to, to do, I used to like try to learn all the <laughs> routines. I did it. I'm sorry. If you grew up in the early 2000s and you were like home alone or just you had your own room and you had the freedom to like learn some choreography or you had siblings who wanted to do it with Girl, you. Girl, the way I wanted to be on step team so fucking bad in high school just because of that movie. That's why I'm so shocked that I really didn't pledge a black sorority in college because me on a step and like strolling is my jam. Like I probably would have just I lived my best that life. Shit. Yeah, Stump the Yard and um You Got Served is on Netflix. I've mm-hmm. I feel like I recently watched You Got Served. I don't know why. Maybe it was on TV and I was like at my parents' house or something, but You Got Served is just it's so heartwarming and depressing all at the same time. I try not to watch it as much as I'd like. What else is on there? Oh, one-on-one is on Netflix and I don't want to start it because I know I'll just dive right back into it. Like I'm an 11 year old girl again and I just, <laughs> I can't do it. Did My you, mom you really watched the game, watch. didn't you? Girl, I watched the game all the way through and I tried to rewatch it earlier, like months ago. And I don't, I don't think I got past season one. 
I was, I think I got to the end of season one and I was just like, I can't do this. I don't know what it was. I knew the drama was coming. I, got, I think I got I was through like, season I two. Like, it was a lot. I didn't watch it when it was on TV. And so when it came on, oh, I was like, I all right. Oh no. Yeah. Every week we were like avidly like, oh, the game is on. We got to sit down and find out what's happening with these dumbasses. Like it was, yeah, no. yeah, I, the drama was coming and I just wasn't ready to that strap show is so messy. So messy. And that's the thing. It's like, isn't it sad? Cause like Bridgerton is messy, but just because there's like British accents and you know, I don't know. It's a quote unquote modern period piece. I'm like, that's how they get away with this shit because the accents make the messiness sound less messy. Yep. And they got Billy Andrews to narrate. I mean, nothing sounds bad coming from Mary Poppins' mouth. Man, they they got her to narrate everything. They're like, oh, there's one British person in the show. Get Julie Andrews. Did you see the rumor about Devil Wars Prada? You've seen Devil Wars Prada, right? Fuck yeah. Did you see the thing that came out about it? I guess that people knew years ago that they had met on set the first day. Like, they didn't know each other before meeting on set. And, or, I'm, I said Julie Andrews, but I'm Meryl Streep is who I'm talking Meryl about. Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. Anytime you bring up one, I think of the other. It's this really weird phenomenon. I assume other people Well, they're the to- two, like, older, like, really amazing, like, white female actors. Mm-hmm. Like, they're the only two. <laughs> right. Anyway. And, like, Jane Fonda. Wow, fantastic. And she's just been a badass fucking I, advocate with her entire goddamn life. So she's always the only white woman I love. Um, but Meryl Streep was like, I really like your work or like like your craft, and I think you're perfect for this role. And Anne Hathaway was like, Oh my god, thank you. And then she was like, That's the last nice thing I'm going to say to you. And then that she was in character for like the rest of filming and did not speak pleasantries to her while they filmed the movie. Oh my gosh, what a psycho! I love that. Right? I was like, that's, that's so, so that's so oh. crazy. That's a whole other level of like taking shit seriously. Could you imagine? Especially when you just meet her too. And Especially she- Meryl Streep, who's like Thank one you. of the most well-known actors who comes up to you and is like, I really love your work, but now I'm going to be an asshole to you for the rest of this film. Cheers. Okay. Okay, great. Cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for helping me get by. I don't know, but I thought that was lovely. A, a New York Times author retweeted it and she was like, this is my favorite little known fact about Devil's Rep. I was like, this is a known fact. I was like, I don't know this shit. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> other other Black throwback shows. We talked about Girlfriends a little bit because I did text you when I started watching it. Yes. Um, mom really wants me to watch it. And so Maya started watching it. But had you already seen it or no? No, because it was like at a weird, like it was, it came out when I was like too young, I think. Yeah, and that was so, like elementary school, I think. Yeah, so. so I just don't think that it was like a thing. I yeah. definitely grew up with like um, Moesha and Sister yes. Sister. Yeah. So I did rewatch those like when they came out. Um, oh, and that. what's the one with Kim? Her spinoff show that has. The um, huh? The Parkers? The Parkers. Or- yeah. yeah. I love the Parkers. The Parkers actually, in my opinion, is better than Moesha. See, and here's the thing. I didn't want to rewatch Parkers or Moesha because I feel like I've seen every episode because of all the rewatches on BET that played all the time. Like, I was definitely the kid that would sit there for, like, the two hour mm-hmm. they had of the freaking rewind. I think that's how I watched it in the first place because, like, yeah. I think I was even... We were still pretty young when those shows came out, too. Brandy yeah, was a thing, like, when we were... Brandy was born in like elementary age. school. She's not that much older than us, to be completely honest. Yeah, so I think she was a teenager while we were in elementary school. Yeah, she's not yeah. that much. Older. But yeah, so I'm 
going to put girlfriends on my list because one of the characters moves to Palmdale, I guess, to save money or something. And so they talk about my hood a little bit sporadically. I want to get to That's that funny. point later. But yeah, it was just so like the whole the show just revolves it. around like them being single and like, woe is me that I'm single. And like, I just hate that narrative. Yeah. Being like a single woman in her 20s who doesn't give a fuck about dating and like has never prioritized that. It's just like not for me. It's not something that you <laughs> be listening to repeatedly. No, like it, it just, it, it doesn't really like make sense for me to watch something like that. I'm like, this is already the life that I live. <laughs> I feel you. Um, Sebastian started watching Weeds, so of course I was watching oh, I love that show. <laughs> I, I forgot how fucking crazy Nancy it's so wild. Nancy cancer. is crazy. <laughs> there were so many times, if I could, I wish I set up a camera while we watched it, because I, I know you know Sebastian. So like, imagine him just seeing the shit this woman does, and he's just looking at me like, he's like, she would have died years ago. Like, she shouldn't even be here to like, get into this buffoonery. And I really was like, yo, I do not remember watching. No, every like, single I watched- season. I rewatched it um, maybe like two years ago when I was like an adult. And I was like, yo, how is she still alive? I don't understand. There's no, there's no way. It's nah, she wouldn't, have, she wouldn't have made it past the first season if it was real life. Right. I there's think no he's in way. the finally. So yeah, that was fun to like watch him watch it because... I totally forgot about it. But what else are we watching? I watched a bunch of movies. All those rom-com movies that came out and then I ended up reading the books. Because, like, I guess if you guys remember Which ones? Bitch, I liked, uh, all the boys I love before in the kissing booth. I ended up oh, reading all God. the books. God. And the yeah, last ones are coming me. out I'm soon. sorry. Over. I know. What else can and I, I don't. I, I don't not like... Like, I, I don't mind young adult shows. Like I watch a couple I of them. The They're books. mostly in Spanish though. But yeah, I'm gonna do it. what about on what about Disney? We got God, Disney Plus. When did we get Disney Plus? In 2019. So like 2020 was the year of Disney Plus because that's like the only full year we had it. The only thing I watched on Disney Plus was Hercules, of course, because Hello, they did Hercules. that Disney thing. You mean Hercules? Yeah, girl. Ariana Grande did the no way, no how. I won't say it, no, no. That like blew my mind, and I just oh, had. Really? I think watched it like two. you haven't seen. It, I'm gonna send it to you. That bitch did it. Okay. Anyway, pause. Her 34, 35 remix. I need you to listen to because I don't think I'm a fan of it, and it really hurts my heart to say it because I really love Megan The Stallion, but I just don't feel like she did as well as everybody's saying she did. So I would like to get your personal opinion on that, and then you can text me about it later. All right. Oh. Um, Star Wars Disney Plus is what I binged. So I okay. watched all of Star Wars except for Rogue One, the movie. Um, I'm still not done with the first season of Mandalorian. This is your first oh, time watching Star Wars, right? That was my first time watching Star Wars was finally sheltering at home. Yes, wow. I'm an My birthday's May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And I've never seen Star Wars. But I did it. I'm very proud of myself. My friends were proud of me. I it was fun. love Star Wars, but I only love four, five, and six. Because that's just who I am. Um, I, I love Harrison cool. Ford. Like, I just was obsessed with him. And well, now I loved everything he was see, in. Did you see the Disney announcement they just did for, like, all the new Star Wars shit coming out? Because now, apparently, people are saying they'll reprise their roles. So I think a couple of the old OGs are going to yeah, come back. Yeah, because they can. Yeah. yeah. What else did you watch? on? I'm like, what else is on Disney? Well, I, I was watching I, Proud Family and That's a Raven. Like, I watch it all the time. I love both of those shows. 
I only watched a couple episodes of The Proud Family. I didn't get very far, but I those shows were my jam when they were on TV. I don't know if I'm going to mm-hmm. sit down and watch them, but I should. I know I should. Um, I watched uh, Tangled has a series and Tangled is like one of the few like newer Disney movies that I really, really like. Like I could watch it whenever because I think it's so funny. Um, and my best friend like worked at Disney until the pandemic started basically. So she's like obsessed with Disney and she was like, you got to watch the Tangled series. And it was actually so good. Okay. I'm glad you said that. I'll watch the movie and then I'll watch the series. Cause I need to go back and rewatch princess and the frog. Cause it's just been years. Oh, I just since watched I've that. It. Yeah. So I need to do that. Okay. What um, about soul? Did you watch it? And what did you think? Not yet because my man is like won't sit still and watch it with me. So now I just have to watch it alone. I was trying to watch it with him. I was like, this is supposed to be a movie for creatives and people of color. Like we're supposed to watch this together, supposed to make us feel some things. So now I just have to watch it alone and then we'll have to come back to it as like a little review later on. Because yeah, still still not a part of everybody who cried over that movie. Did you like it? Let's talk about your review while we wait for mine. Well, I feel like if I review it, then it's gonna ruin the movie for you. Fine. All right, I understand. But no, I'm not a fan. And you'll see why. Got it. It'll be obvious. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it will be very obvious. Basically, just appreciate um, the evolution of Black people depicted in animation, and that's about it. Yeah, you'll see. Mm-hmm. You'll see. Okay. Damn. So, moving on. Soul Plus. Um, Soul Plus. Disney Plus. Whatever. You guys know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I go on there I like randomly people. just to watch like the old shows you know like I tried watching like Kim Possible and Lizzie McGuire and stuff and the only thing I can rewatch is That's a Raven and Pratt Family I can't watch those other shows I just feel like I watched them so much as a kid that I'm not even interested in watching them as an adult right now they're really funny <laughs> still <laughs> and I know they are I know they're freaking hilarious but maybe I will maybe I'll just get so bored at one point Here's the problem. I fucked around and watched shit that still is on services. It's just they went off of Netflix and went to different streaming services. Mm. So I sat around watching things I'd already watched, thinking that I wasn't going to be able to afford them or get access to them any other way. And then they put them shits on HBO Max and, you know, different. It's just ridiculous. I know. Do you know how many streaming sites I have? I also, you know what I found? I found this thing called OTV, which is like open television app. And it's like $2 a month, but like, it's basically like indie TV shows and it's only by like LGBTQ plus and people of color that like produce them and star in them and everything. And they're like small shows. So it's like short seasons and things like that. But it's like a nice refresher from like all of, I feel like I rewatch so many things all the time just because like, just to have on in the background. Um, Or like, there's just like, it's just things that are like produced by these like big companies and stuff. And it all kind of like ends up blurring together at some point. So that's like my nice little break from like the Netflixes and the HBO Maxes and stuff is to just like go on there and watch like something random. That's like, not like everything else on TV. Yeah. See, and I just have, my list is just getting bigger and bigger with all this stuff coming out. Like I still haven't watched Big Little Lies. I still haven't, like there's so many like big name things that won mm-hmm. awards that I'm behind on. And I'm like, I haven't even dived into the indie world. Oh, yeah. Little Fires Everywhere with Carrie Washington and Reese Witherspoon was so good. Me and my mom watched it when it was coming out. And I was like, do I read the book first? Should I just watch the TV show? So then I'm like, my list just keeps getting bigger and bigger with all these projects. And I'm just like, I don't even know. 
And then I just keep going back to the office. Like, what's wrong with me? Like, I have <laughs> that needs to be fixed. So seriously, like, no, I'm the same way. Like, I watch. You know how you have like the shows that you that you start watching and you really like them, and so you kind of want to like savor them. You don't want them to end. And then you have like the shows that you always go back to as like filler shows. Basically, mine is New Girl and Parks and Rec mm. and The Office. Parks and Rec is so yummy. I love going back and rewatching Parks and Rec. Me too. Just like, oh my fucking God, how do these people come up with this shit? Like, it's so, I actually, like, I hate to say it, but I do like Parks and Rec more than The Office. Like, maybe it's as I've gotten older, The Office is just like, maybe too cringe for me now. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's physically painful for me to watch some of the episodes. And I know it's supposed to be like that. And I love The Office. And like, I, I think it's hilarious. And like, obviously, like, I love Jim and, like, Dwight and all of that. But, like, sometimes it just hurts. Like, I was trying to watch it this morning while I was cooking. Like, I just, like, play stuff on my iPad sometimes. And I was trying to watch it. And I was watching, like, whatever. I was in, like, season two because, like, they just put it on. So I just, like, picked a random thing. I never watched season one. But I went to season two. And I was watching, like, the episode with Todd Packard and, like, the sexual harassment stuff. And I was like, this hurts. I'm in pain. <laughs> You know, and, and the only saving grace I've had, I think, for 2020 was the Office Ladies podcast coming out so I could watch them and then get the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the more I watch The Office, the more I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely have issues with the character Michael Scott. The yeah. more I watch it, the more I'm just like, it gives me anxiety almost. No, that's what it was. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm anxious from watching this episode because like, oof. You know what it is? I think that it's just like too real for me now because like we've all had a Michael Scott. You know the levels your like your supervisors and your managers can go to to just fuck your shit up in a job. It yeah, it just gives me PTSD. Maybe yeah, that's- and that's that's why like I even had like even watching like any of these old like TV shows stuff that I've watched before, but watching it now like everything hits so different. Like even when I was watching like Moesha. I was just like, they keep on bringing up like Kim's weight Mm -hmm. and like they keep on bringing up that Kim is like fat and like Kim is not fat. Kim is just like five feet tall and she's thick. Thank you. There just ain't nowhere for that shit to go. Okay. And Moesha is just like tall and skinny and it's like, y'all are fucked up. And then like watching girlfriends, they're like very all like they're all very clearly Republicans because they're like wealthy blacks. So like, it's just oof. See, it's always that fine line. It hurts. Realism and like this idealistic viewpoint that we see, you know, because it's like, yeah. Do you want me to be this? Like, do you want me to aspire to be one of these four women and girlfriends? Is that the angle you're trying to like, let's encourage these women? Or are you just, and the, like, I don't know. That's how, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I can't watch it so I can dissect it myself and figure yeah, out. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting to like, rewatch shows as you get older because I definitely like rewatch things a lot and just to see if like I still love the same shows like New Girl will never get old for me um I also just like they have an Indian character who's like one of the main characters which very rarely happens so obviously I love that oh The Good Place do you watch The Good Place have you watched it we love The Good Place yeah we watched it on Netflix first and then watched the third season live and it, I wish we got another season of it but I understand why they ended it how they did where they I did. think they ended it really well actually like I think that show was like perfect it was so good the the acting and the writing was truly incredible I just felt like everyone showed up to that show every day and they were just determined 
to just like I don't know what it is, man, but there's very few shows where you you can fuck with every character on a different level, no matter how mm-hmm. stupid or like annoying or just cringeworthy they might be. The Good Place did that, even yep. from the secondary characters that you were like, oh my god, I'm so over the storyline. Can we please? But like, they still got something from it. They that's a quality action. No, that's such a good show. Like, I I think I tweeted one time that like Jason Mendoza is the Asian representation that I want to see because he's dumb as fuck and like super funny and like wants to be a DJ. Wow. And I was like, this is, these are the, this is why we need representation because like, I don't want to see the same Asian nerd IT character all the time. Like I want to see freaking Tahani's and Jason Mendoza's on my television. I feel you. Oh my God. Speaking of um, what's the guy's name? Kumil, who just got super buff for his like superhero role. He did that movie with Issa, the lovebirds. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Well, did you see that people Nanjani? they're like oh his muscles like it must be yeah he like tweeted something about it i was like y'all let that man live y'all done typecast him for his entire acting career he's from silicon valley i know and i love silicon valley i thought all of those actors did like silicon valley is the only reason why i can watch the office and not throw anything at gabe the actor be like the character because the the actor who plays gabe and i never remember his name on silicon valley but like he's just mm-hmm. that so fucking committed to his freaking characters. I literally, but anyway, but just ridiculous. Like the whole steroid crap and like, oh, so an Indian man can't have muscles. You're telling me all of a sudden, like, oh, is it a bad look now that this man wanted to go for a different kind of role and he got it and he wants to continue being healthy? Like, my bad. He's a good actor too. He is, and I'm excited to see him in that superhero role because Rob Stark is another one of those superheroes in the movie with him. Like, there's a couple oh. names, like, in that. I don't, I wish I could know the name of it. This is horrible. But anyway, I'm excited to see yeah. that. No, yeah. it's so funny that you bring him up, too, because, like, whenever there's, whenever me and my sister or something are, like, talking about different Indian actors and my mom, like, won't know one of them or something, I'll be like, how can you have Indian children and not know the five famous Indian people that exist on television? You're like, there's a lot of us. Oh, my God. She's like, felt- she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, mommy, there's literally, like, there's, there's, like, one comedian, Aziz Ansari, and, like, Russell Peters, and, like, Hassan is famous now, but, like, then Hassan's now added to that, and then we have, like, Mindy Kaling, Jamila Jamil, yeah. And Priyanka Chopra is now in Hollywood instead of Bollywood. But like, we all knew her from Bollywood already. I was like, there's like five famous people. How can you not know them? <laughs> Did you see Priyanka's uh, We Are Heroes kid movie on Netflix? Um, I tried to watch it. And I... It was so funny. It was like so, so bad and so funny. And I was, I don't think we got past like 45 minutes and we had to leave. But we were just like, are we going to finish this? And oh, we like, watched the whole thing. Yeah, my whole family. But you know what? I'm happy for her because it got a lot of great ratings with the kids. The kids loved it. The kids' parents loved it. When I was it. watching it, I was like, if I was a little kid, though, like, I'm 25. Oh. Obviously, this movie isn't made for me. Like, I'm not the ideal audience. But, like, I- if I was a little kid, I was thinking about my little cousin. And I was like, my cousin would love this. She would, like, think that it's so funny and so, like, cool. Because she's nine. <laughs> No, seriously, I definitely- I actually loved it. I was like, this is actually really funny. I had to sit there and remind myself. I was like, you're a 27-year-old grown-ass woman. Put yourself in the shoes of when you were seven and this shit would be off the chain. Yeah, so, that's exactly yeah, what I did. 
That's funny that your mom doesn't know the names of people. You're like, there's five of us. Come on, we need to do better. I mean, there's definitely like, there's definitely a lot more now. Like I'd say there's about like 10 really famous Indian actors now. But I may also think that they're famous because like I keep track of every person of color. It's so funny because like I'll think people are famous and I'll be like, how do you not know this person? And then realize that like, nobody else keeps track of every single person of color like I remember for so long I would talk about Isa all the time and for a really long time before she like really blew up no one knew who she was and I'd be like Isa this Isa that did you see what Isa did and everyone was like who's Isa I felt the same way because I was watching her back on YouTube I just she took down her um ratchet piece theater videos which really makes me sad because some of them were just high quality content but all of her shit on YouTube was high quality it really was. And I'm so excited because this woman is going to be so fucking busy for like the next decade. Like all of her projects she has coming out. I'm so excited mm-hmm. that we get to support her and see what's coming up. But yeah. yeah, man, honestly, I'm so excited for Insecure to come back so I can binge it again for that. Oh, I can't season. wait. I can't My wait. sister and her husband are finally watching it for the first time. And it's so funny because <laughs> she recently watched Big Little Lies and I had just finished like season or I had like watched a little bit of season two, but like that show isn't very old. So like I've only watched it once. And then season two, I don't even think I finished. And because like it deals with sensitive topics, like just trigger warning, if anybody's going to watch that, they deal with like domestic abuse and rape. And so I told her, I was like, this is like one of the major themes of the show actually is like this domestic violence. And she kept on being like, oh my gosh, like, why don't you remember like what parts those are at? And I was like, girl, I haven't even, I've only watched it like one time. Like I can't remember every single detail of like when to tell you to watch and when not to watch and things like that. You just have to like skip when you see something coming. And then the other day she was watching Insecure and we had all, we were all sitting in the living room. And so we were just like watching it and they were finishing episode four of season one. And I told her, I was like, you don't want to watch episode five with the family. You should go upstairs. And she was like, so I watched that episode and you were right, but how come you remembered that? How many times have you watched this show? You really you ain't gotta talk about it. I, I was guess. like, uh, you don't you don't need to know that information. That's private um, information that only Google knows. Thank you. This is a me and insecure relationship. I need you to see your way out. Okay. No, that's hella funny. Yeah, I cannot wait. Man, I'm really mad I never went to Coachella. Like, they just make me feel like, you know, every time I watch that episode, I just done messed up just not being ratchet. Oh, no, I never had any FOMO over Coachella. I was like, deserts are not for me. I'm not a desert person. I should have gone to see Beyonce, and I feel like I should have gone to see Ari, because duh. But, like, besides, or The weekend, I think I would have really enjoyed seeing The weekend. But, like, besides that, I just really want to go for Frank Ocean. It's, it's, it's the desert for me. I'm like, I'll go see any of these artists, but I will not go stay in the fucking desert with a bunch of fucking white people in the middle of nowhere with no reception. Yeah, but you'll be I'm so- not, not going to come out of there. I'm sorry. It's just not realistic. You'll come out of there. You just have to do probably VIP, and you need to bring an umbrella to be cute, but also have shade um, and a fan. You know, just do both. And I think you'll be fine, because I think the food and the drinks there would be right up your alley. Um... Well, nah, I'll never outside go. Lands. Do you like outside lands, right? I've never been to outside lands. I've never been either. I've just haven't done a bunch of shit. You know what? This is what pisses me off about this pandemic. Let me let's talk about it real quick. We're totally off topic here. But everything's shut down. A lot of businesses just aren't even coming back because they just humanly can't. It's just not possible financially. And I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck have I been doing from 18 to 26 for eight years? 
that I just like, there's so many places you just can't go to now. There's so many things you just can't do. And not just in the Bay Area, just everywhere across the country. Like all of these staple things that used to be like the niche, niche, you know, niche things of these, <laughs> of these areas. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm just really upset that like this is how we're handling shit right now like we're not thinking about the bigger picture here I just actually recently ran into a manager of a bar in San Jose and I won't say the name of it but he basically was like I don't know if we're gonna make it and I was like damn it's bad huh he was like oh like 10 months of not paying your mortgage bad yeah it's bad I was like Mm -hmm. oh shit and I was like well thankful for the memories I had there don't know if you'll still be around you know what I'm saying but it's like yo speaking of mortgages my parents just explained to me last week how like buying a house works girl when I tell you I sat there and I said explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about (laughs) my mom was like imagine you have a piggy bank I was like oh she really went for it (laughs) I don't know shit about shit one of the best office episodes is the surplus where he's looking at Oscar like explain a surplus to me like I'm eight Okay, explain it like I'm five. Like, what? Okay, but yeah, mortgages and buying a house are absolutely crazy. Just the essential just down payment process of just knowing what you need to save mm-hmm. to get the house before you even know if you're approved for the loan for the whatever you need. If you don't have, like, whatever route you want. Girl. I, I know. And that's why I'm like, you can't live in California and prosper unless you're already rich. If you're not already a millionaire, you cannot live in California and prosper. Well, that's why California is so white now. It's just people who, like, have either been here since like the freaking missionaries came and started like taking over California and just like have had money since then or it's like people who came here who were forced to come here for work and now we don't need their cheap labor anymore and now they can't afford to live here because like girl because I'm I'm really just sitting and the sad thing is that everyone's going to like the places that I would have loved to go to like Chicago hella full Texas hella full I'm like y'all really gonna force me into like Colorado aren't you with all the white folks just because ain't nothing gonna be decently priced anymore anywhere else because everyone's flocking there stressful times man yeah I told my mom to um start the process for me to get my Dominican cedula which is like their um, social security card she's like yeah my dad just got me one because like she had lost her old one because she doesn't live there anymore she doesn't need it no, her dad got her new one because he was like, I'm gonna get you one just in case. And also because I need it for some paperwork. So she was like, okay, sure. And then I saw that like, you can do it if you have a parent from there. So like, I need hers and then he can get me my own. But like, if he can handle it from there and he already used to work in the government. So he knows what he's doing. I was like, please, I can't, I need dual citizenship. Not for real. And I've been seeing so many people who've been smart this pandemic and who have been getting their dual citizenship. And I'm like, y'all got to utilize your fucking background straight up. Because honestly, Mm -hmm. it is such a necessity to have. We don't know what the fuck is going on in America. Just because the inauguration coming up don't mean shit. When angry people are angry in this country, they mobilize and unionize. And what we saw is only like the tip of the iceberg. So I'm really like, I don't think people are bracing themselves for the next civil war. That shit will, we will... It's all, we've already lived through so much bullshit, Maya. It would be just our fucking luck, but just to add on top of the list of the wars and the things that we've already, like the pandemics, the freaking banks foreclosed, all, everything going on, we would be alive in the middle of a modern civil war. Maybe we'll be oh, yeah. like in our area and not be involved, but there's going to be some places popping off in this country where people are going to be meeting head to head and trying to defend their shit. So 100%. Yeah, I mean, I started taking... Um, I mean, like, I know a good amount of Spanish, but, like, 
you know, the confidence isn't there, especially when it's not spoken like by everyone in your house. Cause like my sister speaks and my mom speaks and I understand everything. But, like my dad doesn't speak Spanish. So we didn't grow up speaking in the house. So like I was taking like heritage classes, which is basically for like people who come from a Spanish speaking background. Um, And those were really nice. So I'm like trying to continue with that and like just continue taking Spanish. And once I can leave, like go to Spanish countries so that I can disappear and not come back here. But yeah, I, I don't think that people really are prepared for like what's about to happen. But my dad was like explaining to me he's reading like this ancient Indian book that like he rereads all the time. It's called the Bhagavad Gita. And in the book, they kind of like explain how even after, like, because all of us are just made up of energy, like that's what makes up who we are. That sometimes if things haven't been fulfilled, your energy stays on the earth so that like it finally can basically come to a natural conclusion of like where you get to. Okay. It was so funny because this astrologer that I follow was talking about what happened in Capitol Hill last week and was saying like during the Civil War, the Confederate soldiers really, really wanted to just make it north, make it to DC and like take over the building and fly their Confederate flags. And so like seeing them like literally scaling the walls and the fences and like carrying the Confederate flag inside the Capitol building, she was like, it just feels like unfinished business of confederate soldiers who like that's all they wanted back in the day and like they came back to like achieve that i was like this is so crazy honestly i saw a meme today where it was like a bus coming full speed ahead and it was like your white family history and then it was a guy standing in front of the bus and it was like you And then it was like somebody in front of the guy. And I can't remember what that person was, but it was basically like the rest of your family, like trying to, I don't know, but it was basically just saying like, you can stop your fucking family history from continuing with you. And if you stop it with you, like that shit doesn't have to continue. And I just keep thinking about that, about what happened at the Capitol, because I'm just like, these are people whose parents and grandparents and probably great grandparents have all had the same rhetoric. And that's why they showed up that day. Like, or your friends convinced you because your friends told you to go to a website that you sat and read for three hours. And by the time you left it, you were totally convinced on some ass backwards ideology. But like, isn't it crazy though? Because it is unfinished business. These people have been Mm -hmm. at this time that they're seeing other people get rights that they're just not used to seeing us get. They're seeing us become richer than them. All these things that they never expect to happen is finally coming to fruition in America. And instead of it being the few and the true minority, the fact that Democrats are in control and the fact that black and brown people are getting way more ballsy of speaking up and directly to white folks and being like, hey, you racist here. We like, literally. And yeah. it's so funny to me that people still don't get it. I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know when you it and is, I- It's funny to me that people are like so surprised by this. And I was like, white people have been doing this shit forever. Okay, but- so going back to TV shows, yeah. I'm watching this show because this is very relevant. I'm watching this show. It's- amazing and I'm really upset because like it's a show that was originally on Cinemax okay and it ended because like Cinemax apparently got like disbanded and this no longer exists and they put it on HBO Max but like because it was from that network and like they had to end it I don't think they're gonna have more seasons unless HBO decides to like produce more seasons but it's based off of a TV show that Bruce Lee actually tried to like get produced in the 70s oh yeah the one that just dropped that like warrior yeah and the reason why it didn't get green lighted 
in the 70s was because all the main characters are Asian. It's a show about the Chinese immigration in the 1800s and like right before the Chinese Exclusion Act was passed. And so it's really funny watching that show because the Irish who were brought here originally for like cheap labor, because like they use the same rhetoric in the UK of like Irish are savages. They use the same thing for the Scottish too. That's how they colonize them both. And so they eventually like got the Irish people to come to the US and like do cheap labor. And then the Chinese people are the next like group that come. And so the Irish people get upset. And so it's like each time all these like different white people get upset over the fact that like money is more valuable than them essentially. And so like, it's so funny because the rhetoric that they're using to get this Chinese Exclusion Act passed is like literally the same thing that Donald Trump used to successfully become president. And I'm like, this show is based on something that happened 200 years ago. Oh yeah, it does not surprise me at all. It doesn't surprise me, but just watching it, I was like, can you imagine what like the people back then, like imagine what the Chinese people back then would have thought if they came to 2020 and were like, oh shit ain't changed. And that's the thing. And like, that's what's so funny to me about people who don't seem to like want to listen to us when we speak. It's like literally this is generational hurt. We are trying to break the fucking wheel. Like, literally, you all speak Game of Thrones. We're fucking Daenerys Targaryen and we're fucking tired of it and we claim we want to just break the wheel because we're just sick of... That's literally what we're at right now. And I don't understand what it's going to take. People love to, like, throw around, like, oh, we're the generation that's breaking intergenerational trauma and, like, healing intergenerational trauma. And I'm like, do y'all not realize that our intergenerational trauma is directly a result of enslaving our ancestors and exploiting our people and racism? Like, if you realize that, you wouldn't be operating from this system of, like, oh, wellness is just about being spiritual and lighting sage and shit. Like, no, there's ancestral practices that we, people of color, are actually trying to bring back because that's what's healed our people in the past. And, like, they just don't seem to understand that shit. But they also don't understand it because white folks then took it and made it their own and monetized it. And that's known as hippie culture. And it is known as health and mm-hmm. wealth. And it's the reason why. You know what I'm saying? It's like. I know. I My dad was like talking about hippies the other day. And I was like, bro, do you not realize that hippie culture is like all just stolen Indian culture? It's fucking ridiculous because people don't. I just I can't. Whatever. I don't want to be anywhere where I can buy a smoothie and a protein bar and some incense at the same time. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like this is not a fucking, you know whatever I'm gonna go off for days moving on I don't know any other anything else you're watching anything else that um I just watched his dark materials which is based off of this trilogy that I used to be obsessed with in middle school the golden compass and there were so many books that I used to be obsessed with that got turned into like movies and shows you know twilight (laughs) percy jackson I'm all that kind of shit. I'm almost done reading Midnight Sun and I'm not proud about it. I don't plan on reading it and I'll tell you don't why after, it. but. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm reading it for all the homegirls who are like, should I read it? And I'm like, don't do it. I'm here yeah, to- it's just, it, there's so many, there's so many series that they made and like movies that they made based off of like books that we used to like love when we were growing up. And right. I've hated every single one. So I never really have a lot of hope because I'm like, ugh. I just was such like I I used to be so invested in these books and like some of them were really really good because I just was I would just like get through books really quickly but like certain ones would like stick with me and so that was like one of the series that did so I was like really iffy but HBO made it and it's actually really good like even if you don't know anything about the books that series is very well made that's good Um, my only 
The only issue I have with it is Lin-Manuel Miranda's in it. And he, I just don't think he's a good actor. I think everything about him is so cheesy. I cannot watch him. Maya will never be team this man. Ever. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry, actually. <laughs> no, yeah, that's why I never <laughs> watched um, A Wrinkle in Time. Because I didn't want to ruin the story that I grew up loving. Mm-hmm. I just remember that whole experience reading in elementary school was so, like, it was a hard book for people to read. I doubt like dove into it. It was never an issue for me to get through it. And I just really sat with me the story. And then I saw Mm -hmm. that. It's a really cool story. I remember reading it and I was like, wow, this is so cool. That might've been the first book we were forced to read as kids that actually got my like imagination flowing in Mm. a book. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't something that was, you know, just required reading. It was something that I actually like. No, huh. yeah, I did really like that book when I read it in school because I remember like my mind was just blown. And I think that's kind of what got me into like more fantasy time travel type shit. Without I that book, I don't that. think I ever would have read Harry Potter. Without that book, I don't think I ever would have like dived into any of the other like oh I had already read Harry Potter by that time I think although I was like I was a Goosebumps girl growing up like I loved going to the library I loved and Goosebumps there for like 30 minutes and seeing how quickly have I you reread any books during quarantine no I've been reading new books what new books have you read? read anything I've only read the books that were attached to movies or like Midnight Sun that I was trying to get through I have Michelle Obama's book that I'm not done Ooh, with yet. I listened to it on audible okay yeah my mom's been harassing me for that one um, I also got gifted Harry Potter books for Christmas, but like the actual like Beetle and the Bard books and like those like little Ooh, yeah, books. like the stories, the actual stories. Yeah, so I've been reading through those. But yeah, so I've been trying to like get to books that have been sitting on my bookshelf that I haven't read before I buy. But I really want to buy the Game of Thrones book set and sit down with it mm-hmm. and like dive into that. But there's a bunch of other. Here's my problem. My problem with reading is that I should be writing while I'm reading. I really like don't want to keep reading other people's work. I want to start writing my own. So mm. I have a, I have a hard time like investing my time right now in other books because I'm just like, damn girl, this time could be for, like you could just be doing. Yeah, but like yourself. if you're not gonna be writing, then like you might as well be reading. Exactly, because, I might as well, well be like, reading. It improves and your vocabulary. It like teaches you how like chapters kind of flow together, how the overall story flows. Like it's basically practice for you. So don't stop yourself from doing it just because the problem is is that I watch more TV of shows that I've already seen than reading books of stuff that I haven't read yet. And Mm. finding that balance is what's kind of like, you know, I'm trying to, I get it. That's why I really, I'm really glad I got my iPad because like I started reading books on there because it's easier to just like download them and immediately have them. Yeah. Um, But I also like, I've also been in a couple of book clubs actually during quarantine. It's so random. Like, I saw this girl's tweet and she was like, we should make a book club to read Asada Shakur's autobiography. So I liked her tweet and I'm like in the book club. And so we read that book and then we read Angela Davis, Women Race Class. And then we just read Mojo Workin, which is about hoodoo in the South and like how that has progressed. So like, I actually am really glad that I just like liked that random person's tweet. And now you're in a whole ass book club. I know. And I really like everyone in the book club too. Like they're really cool. Ain't it funny how the world works sometimes, you feel me? That's yeah. nice. I also read um, Bell Hooks, All About Love. That book changed my whole life. Yeah? Yeah, because I think I think because, like, I'm at home and I read it, like, in my book club that me and my sister were in and, like, we were just here. And so it made us analyze, like, our family relationship a lot. And it started a lot of conversations with our family, which have been really good. 
See, that's awesome. I don't feel like, I don't feel like, the only thing that's really started conversations for us, I feel like it's been my podcast. We don't really watch any of the same stuff anymore. My parents have turned into very um, HDTV, like married at first sight people. I don't know when they became those people, but that's- um, I've always been an HGTV ass bitch because I love like interior design shows. I love to see the transformation. So I watch that shit all the time as like a filler show. I can't wait for my parents to have the money where they can just buy a house or whatever the hell they want because they I'm are like, going to have so many it. freaking options. Like they're going to be like, where do we want to live? That question alone, I cannot wait to just sit and watch them. That's me, my own TV show. I'm going to get a bag of popcorn and a glass of wine <laughs> and be like, disgust. And it's going to be. I know- want them to have shows like that where it's just exclusively people of color, like only black and brown people buying property. Yeah, that would be really nice because honestly, and plus no one just does a bougier than us. Like I want to see the bougie of Atlanta, like in Buckhead buying their fucking money. Right, like I want, I want MTV Cribs, but like how you got to the crib, how you made the crib. Hey, I want to know. Like, I want the whole process, but it to be like that. <laughs> we got to work on that. That's an ideal, right? Let's, let's call it Issa right the fuck now. <laughs> we have an idea. HGTV for black and brown people only. No, for real, only. And literally that content would soar and it would be informative too. Like we gonna teach you how to do some taxes. We gonna well, also realistically, well. like think about how our communities work because like there would be people, like houses in our communities are never just for like one family. It's yeah. like the whole community is helping you build that house. So like if they actually showed that and show like, this is like what we do in our communities. This is like how we actually maintain even having what little properties we do own, like that would be life-changing. Not for real, because most most black folks that do own property, black folks that do own property, it's typically because it's a generational house that's been standing mm-hmm. there for literal generations. That they're and, that their freed ancestors probably built as like their first house. Exactly. If it's not the first, it's like the second family home. And your family's been in that city for generations and your parents and grandparents are smart enough to keep it in the family through wills and things like that. Like that's really how I would say mm-hmm. probably about 40 to 50% of black home property is from that. And the rest is just the big divide between the, those rich enough to actually have portfolio yeah. of property assets. But yeah, HGTV. And that's what my parents, like they're, that's really what they watch. Like Married at First Sight. I don't know what else they watch. I just started trying to watch Married at First Sight, but like, it's weird to me because- you need to watch the I remember last, the, this this not like the this most previous, previous the most recent the one most there. recent yeah not the new they just started a new one the one right before that because there's two black couples and then there's a white couple that's very freeing I think and that maybe was what I was watching I, I can't remember but it was funny because like I remember at the beginning of quarantine the Indian matchmaking show was on tv was on yeah. Netflix yeah and mm-hmm. like that was like a whole controversy and I was like how is this different from Married at First Sight or 90 Day Fiance where they literally have imported Asian women coming here like at least in it's Indian not- matchmaking like I know that a lot of the stuff that they say is fucked up because like a lot of our culture is fucked up like I'm sorry but that's just like what colonization has done to a lot of us is like people are colorists people want certain things because that's what's deemed like good and marrying up in society like that's just the reality but like that show was so funny like it was really funny it was very like for me entertaining because like I see this shit and I remember like growing up me and my sister would always like joke with like white people who didn't know anything about us like oh yeah you know like I'm I'm already arranged to be married to somebody what do you mean like you just fuck with people it's weird to me that they have these other shows like married at first sight and like 90 day fiance and i'm like y'all judge us 
for having centuries of like arranged marriages but now when you do it here and you do it a certain way and do it for television now it's okay all right because it's so weird because these parents are like oh I don't know why they're on the show doing this and like or the parents are like super hard on the people when they finally meet them and they're just like oh, and I'm just like man shut up I'm like at the end of the day this is exposure for these people if y'all choose to run with it you can and if you choose not to then that's on you but like that's kind of how I'm viewing everyone on reality tv these days I'm like listen I'm not gonna judge you for whatever it is that you're trying to do to put content out there for yourself my thing mm-hmm. is are you gonna hustle and make an enterprise and your own business out of it where you're the CEO or are you just going to be an idiot on TV for me to laugh at and then that's it that's your legacy that you're behind like make something of it do something get some fucking sponsorships get somebody to pay your bills and do something about it so I'm interested but yeah that's what I'm saying I haven't watched much Uh, clearly from this conversation what I learned is that I watched too much of the same old tired shit that I've already seen and that the list that I have that's continuously growing needs to be tacked down at some point on some certain level and yeah it's just hard I remember reading something like not that long ago that said that people who have anxiety tend to re-watch the same shows over and over again because you already know how it's gonna end and I was like damn that's me (laughs) and here's the thing is I'm noticing more and more my anxiety I don't think I'm addressing it probably how I should be in the grand scheme of life you really do have some anxiety because I don't ever, I don't really think it's at that point where I would ever need to be medicated or like, but maybe to the point where I just need to journal about it, or maybe to the point where I need to do some type of extra exercise. Yeah. Just talk about it at some form. But yeah, because honestly, I don't know why I'd be going back to the same shit where no matter how heartbreaking it is, I still go back and watch it because I'm just like, I know how it ends. Oh, you know what? Speaking of, I am looking for a new therapist because I don't know. Love right now. With my with my other one, like the timing was off because they were on the East Coast and like it just got to be annoying a little bit. And I felt like I was getting a lot out of like our family therapy with my sister's treatment. And I was like, why am I not getting the same thing out of my individual therapy? So I was like, maybe I should just look for someone new. Okay. Um, and I found this site called Inclusive Therapists, and they have like different. You can like search by your area and search like you can look up like the price so you can select like the lowest tier of something if you like don't have insurance or like, you want something like pretty cheap and like because most of the therapists are like black and brown because that's what it's aimed for and it's aimed like at our communities like it's a lot like they have sliding scales of payment and things like that so it's a good place to go I think. Hell yeah. no, I was trying sure. on better help but like better help is definitely like those better help and like talk space and apps like that are more geared towards problem solving kind of versus like long-term working through like patterns in treatment and so I mean to each each their own if you're like dealing with a one-time like kind of issue that you want to address and talk about then like that's definitely good for you and they have like webinars and stuff but if you want more of like a really long-term like get in depth kind of thing like the app those apps just weren't, weren't really for me no that's great yeah here's the thing my man and my parents are like you can talk to us whatever you need about anything and I'm like yeah free therapy but then also needs to be people who have literally no idea who the fuck so I mean I need to get on that yeah level. well and it's like yeah I can talk to you guys but like who I'm gonna talk to about you do you feel me like like I gotta vent about you sometimes like sometimes you're the problem how am I gonna talk to you about you 
and I can't keep going to the same friends about issues because then it just it becomes messy and just like people start like ridiculing you and like animosity boils up and stuff and like it ain't fun for nobody involved so yeah that happens that shouldn't be happening no I just think and like I think built up baggage has been festering and I think people mm-hmm. just don't communicate how they really feel like I really just oh, think majority like, of people don't <laughs> yeah and I just feel like if you have an opinion like we should probably just talk about that said opinion so that opinion can either be laid to rest or it could be an issue and then we can move on from it and figure out like is this a deal breaker or not like that's kind of where I'm at with people in my life I feel like I'm just like listen if you've got a problem with someone else in my life if you're not going to sit there and actually hash it out and have a full-on discussion about it like your opinion is, is slowly but surely becoming what is what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, I think it's it it's really annoying. Like as I get older, because like I th- I thought I didn't used to have a filter, but like it gets worse and worse as I age. I said, is it worse, or can people just still not handle honesty? Yeah, it's that. But that's the thing is like I feel like as I get older and older, I start to realize that like people would rather not say shit to keep the peace, and um apparently not a peaceful ass bitch like I would rather get it off my chest than like pretend like everything's fine because I've done that too much whereas now I'm like if you don't want to work through what I'm saying then like we have no business here in this relationship I feel you it's like that simple like I cannot deal with fake people anymore I never could but like my tolerance level for fakeness has gone down even more it's like minuscule now I've tried really hard to like keep deleting people off of Instagram, like people that I like click on your story and I just immediately like go to the next one because I really don't care what you have to say. And like it's getting like harder because I'm starting to realize I'm like, damn, I really like you as a person. I just don't fuck with what's popping up on this app in particular. And because I'm on this a lot and because I just like am choosing to spend my time here, I gotta let you go off of here. You're supposed to be me on Twitter or Facebook, homie, but I don't post on Facebook like that. And, you know, like, I'm I'm starting to feel bad because I, I feel like it's, it's starting to become obvious when I, like, run into people. I'm like, oh, you probably have caught on to the fact that. And then it just makes it yeah. uncomfortable. And I'm like, well, why are we being uncomfortable, though? Like, it's my app, right? Like, I'm choosing. Yeah, it sucks. But, you I- know, it's funny because, like, you shouldn't feel that way. But the problem is that, like, it, sometimes you're only interacting with certain people on the Internet. So it's like, how are you going to be mad at me when the only interaction we ever have is on the Internet and now I don't follow you on the Internet? that means we don't have a real relationship exactly it's like so how are you gonna be mad at me right and it's like there's some people that I know if I just unfollowed them like it would just end the friendship because people take the internet that seriously and I'm really just sitting here like you guys are making it so much more complicated for me to just like live life and not worry about certain shit Mm. maybe one day maybe one day I'll have the balls to just be like look I just gotta let you go stay tuned <laughs> i do not know okay but yeah we took out a lot of random ass shit we did we've been all across the board so this will be an interesting i'm event. not even gonna edit it i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put it out as is oh my god it's such a long time <laughs> well sorry you guys thanks for writing with us if you've been here through this whole conversation we appreciate it we need a little break from you know more of the serious stuff like i said 2021 started out a little funky a little bit you know it's a little bad taste in our mouth we're still kind of reeling from what happened at the Capitol and this inauguration that's going to happen, whatever mm-hmm. threat that is. Like, there's just a lot going on. But yeah, thanks for tuning in, you guys. And we'll yeah, thanks for sticking with us through this random ass episode. <laughs> Super random. But that's all good. That's all good. It was fun. Okay, we'll be back. Bye, guys.